0: This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest.
1: I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Caesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, Undead Armies of Thay for 75 years.
2: And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again?
0: Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm DD. Ah, I'm the Eric. Story. And There's I'm Tinsian. Un- and yes, this is a, another episode, episode 155, 56? 156, Tinzian. 156. In a series of friends, <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. Today is the 12th of September, on Friday. And uh we're going to resume resume our, our adventure from the last week. And Tinsian will catch us up where we are currently. You will notice that we're missing Florian today. So it'll be a very special episode a little bit shorter as we uh have filled some time until Florian comes back next week. So Dungeon Mastery, go.
2: Well remember, remember, on this twelfth of September we're going a little bit back in time because we don't have Florian. He's on vacation this week. And so I figured we'd go back and finish up some old business. Are mm. we on that? So, in previous episodes, before Florian showed up, there was an issue at an inn that was partially burned down. Uh, animals attacked various members of.
0: <laughs> when animals attack, Dungeons yep. and Dragons edition.
2: Yep and a whole bunch of other things. If I had the um, issue numbers, sorry, the episode numbers in front of me right now, it would make a lot more sense, but we'll figure it out. I'll I'll put it in the description somewhere as to where to pick up. So, from where we left off on that adventure, which will be before the party made it to uh, the Kalashar homeland, they were hot on the tracks of a mysterious rider. They had encountered a fallen rider, on the road, and were alerted that something was not quite right.
0: By the guy the, dying at our feet. Yes. That, that guy.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And if we wish to further consult uh, with uh, Loremaster Caesar and his
0: <laughs> Men,
2: his 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 notes of uh, naughtiness, My then terribly
1: uh, incomplete text file. Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> professionals all the way
2: I believe that's where things were left off at that point yeah. So our died we, are we...
0: horse, Cesar was asleep We never pursued it because he went to the Kalishtar
2: Yes, and Cesar was asleep because he was on vacation that week That you guys actually showed up at the doorstep Correct Okay <coughs> So Party standing around the corpse The party being Cesar and Zanatari what would you guys like to do?
0: Um, is this mysterious dude just rode up. Like, we don't even know this guy, and he just gave us a warning, so is going to want to examine him. Like, wasn't... and see this cause of death, of course.
2: Okay. The cause of death uh, looks like it was um, by talons from above. Like, a bird of prey or something came down and ripped um, part of the jugular out or part of the neck scratches about the face and and so forth so like it was attacked Um, hawks and so forth are not known to operate at night so this is some other form of raptor perhaps an owl okay on the other side though the person that has uh Ridden up, appears to be one of the people that might have been in the group outside of the inn.
1: Okay. Cesar? Okay. I'm trying to remember what group that was.
2: Um, There were the patrons, but also members of this, you know, there was sort of this inn out in the middle of nowhere, but there were a couple of farmland uh, and homesteads around. Okay. Uh, it's one of that group because you know there was a whole to do with the animals and stuff, and then the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was a ruckus. There was quite the ruckus. The person is dressed somewhat like you'd expect a traditional druid to be, but um, could just be someone involved in farming as well. Definitely a person of the earth.
0: Are trying to say druids look like, uh, cousin farmers? What are you trying to say about druids?
2: Hmm? Mm, maybe.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> you know, but then again, if it was a girl, there's a chance that she could be a druish princess.
0: Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> you totally went there.
2: Thank you, Spaceballs. Yes, of course Excellent. I did. Excellent. Good
0: episode.
2: Love it. I feel better already for having gotten that off my chest. So it is. Alright, so any interrogations of the. Uh, dead body? Yeah, does he have any? Either of the dead body or the person that rode up and is starting to turn around and is clearly worried and looking kind of scared.
0: Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. This has to happen. I can raise. I can raise the dead body once every. What is it? I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Yeah, we're going to raise him decade. And, and speak to him. He gets, okay. I get one question. Okay. Executioner of undeath. All right.
1: Did you not do that in the inn?
0: No. Yes, you did. Wait. I
1: thought so. Yes! Yes.
0: Okay, so how much time has passed between in our retcon episode, between the inn and riding out to this? Is it mm, how much time?
2: You're about two, three hours.
0: Okay, that's too soon. Sorry.
2: Well, you okay. know what? Why not?
0: Considering we actually played the episode like three weeks ago, I was a little bit lost for
2: time. <laughs> More like three months ago at this point uh, in time. Yeah. Actually, because the other one, other episode took for quite a while. Um, okay, well, you know what? DMs can do it, so why not? Magic Good. powers! You, your god says, Hi!
0: okay um yes I'm going to perform my ceremony of raising him from the dead and get one question so I'm gonna consult with Cesar before I like go through with this because the one question has to be pretty important do you use
2: moccasins and chalk and dance around I I do Mm -hmm. like a whole
0: rain dance it involves rattles
1: okay no not at all are you okay
0: (laughs) yeah did you know you're dead okay then
1: how does my hair look do these pants make my butt look big
2: it takes a breath. It sneezes. Bless you. Well, hasn't that already happened?
0: Honest Bye. question. Oh.
1: Okay. All right.
0: You, you so two continue. I'm going to turn to Cesar and say, say I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to raise him from the dead so we can get some answers here. Um, you know, you've seen this happen before, just a short while ago, and we learned a little bit, but not nearly as much as I'd like to have. So, do you have mm. any direction on where, uh, where this line of questioning should go?
1: Well, um, I mean, we want to try to ask him something we think he'll know. Um, He may not be terribly informed. He said that the thing we seek is not human. So I guess that at least indicates he knows something about who or what we're seeking. Um, So, but I don't know how he found that out. Uh, um, So we could try to figure out either... Who or where it is?
0: Maybe. So, do you know where it is? That's the question.
1: Maybe, Operation? or or who 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 is it we seek? Or I don't know, because I don't. He <laughs> might he may have no idea where this thing is.
0: Well, he doesn't. It's know. not human. Maybe he doesn't know what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: If it's not human, it? what is it?
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, like, did this? Is that what killed him? Or you know, like. Should we
0: say how, what killed you? We could ask it. I mean, we know how he died, and we think it's a bird of some sort. I mean, he looks like he's been uh, attacked uh, and, and you know, savaged right. from above. So it, maybe we should say, Were you killed by the thing we seek? Mm, I don't know that
1: that's going to actually give us anything useful, though, because who cares?
0: Because then we know it's some something from above with Talons. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm assuming that this is a r- odd way of dying. Like, this isn't u- regular. And the the whatever was causing all that havoc uh, in the inn mm-hmm. had some pretty uh, masterful control over some small animals. So I'm guessing it's probably related. Uh, whether it's the uh, thing itself or if he's got control over, you know, whatever, some sort of bird of prey... Okay. I, that's that would be my likely the likely guess. So uh, I think that this is uh, you know out of the ordinary enough that we can assume whether it was by this thing's hands or or by one of its you know minions that it was caused by the this this thing or person or whatnot. So, uh, but I don't know how he would come of the knowledge that whatever it is isn't human. Hmm.
0: I guess I could just ask. I could just uh, order him to tell us what we need to know, or say, what do we need to know?
1: Or what do you know about, what else do you know about the thing we seek?
0: Yeah, very general.
1: Speak for 20 minutes <laughs> about yes. anything could be possibly related to this thing.
0: Give us your, ex- yeah. Doesn't
1: have, to be, doesn't, have to, doesn't have to be a yes or no question, does it?
0: Uh No. It doesn't. He can talk for a while. It's just that one question can be as thoroughly answered as possible, but nothing else. Okay.
1: That might be good, though. Tell us what you know. Or, um, I guess that's not a question, though. What do you know about...
0: What do you know about What? who we seek? The thing we the seek. The thing we seek.
1: To phrase it as he did.
0: Okay. Alright, so... Maybe. That sounds good. Uh, so muttering that over and over in her mind, Xanatari would, uh would walk around the body arranging it in a more comfortable position for it to be woken and, uh, get out her holy symbol and praying to her god that we won't name, um, you know, she would invoke his name and, uh, and you would see, you would hear thunder, uh, roll across the sky from a cloudless sky.
2: Okay. There is a shuddering of the corpse. Uh, its arch kind, of, its back sort of arches, and then, as if sort of, there's a uh, like it's a muppet. As if something is controlling its mouth, it slowly starts to open and close its mouth as it tries to um, fix dead eyes upon you.
0: Okay, um, D- Santa doesn't say this. What is your favorite color? No. Um, what can you tell us about the thing that we seek?
2: It lies in ambush.
1: For you.
0: That's it? Like, that's it, guy? You, that's your last, that's the last thing you'd like to say before you return to the darkness of death? That is it? That's all you got.
2: It is watched. It has watched you for at least two weeks, And it has been trying to draw you out this entire time, and it is so close to being able to gather all of your items, and covets your souls at the same time. You are pretty, pretty treasure to it.
0: Don't be so reticent. You don't get another shot here. It dies. It dies. Okay, Zenitri uh, would turn to Cesar, widening her eyes, and say, pretty, pretty, we've heard this before.
2: By the way, the voice that comes out of it um, is not female, but it is clearly not the same body size, um, same body size and type that you'd expect the voice to come from. And in fact, I'll give you this without a perception thing. Mm-hmm your mental attack thing is starting to go off your shields
0: okay so this does not trigger my bastion of mental clarity or it does
2: it triggers your bastion of mental clarity
0: okay us.
2: yes uh,
1: 23
2: versus magic versus what mm willpower
1: 23 what did you say 23 versus will Twenty three.
0: Yep. Hit. It doesn't though, because the whole point of bashing mental clarity is that there's a psychic shield protecting my mind and my allies are awarded as well. They will hit or miss an attack against Will. And this is attacking Will, correct? Mm-hmm. Each of us gets a plus four power bonus to Will until the end of my next turn.
1: Okay. Twenty seven.
2: Okay. And Caesar? Yes. You feel that there's something that uh, stands in between you and the corpse all of a sudden. Um, Sort of like uh, something is trying to poke you in the eyes or poke your brain, but it's sort of like an eye poke. But it doesn't connect. But you feel that there is a threat that you have just avoided that could have been quite dire. Okay.
1: Uh, Cesar will look around to see if he sees anything, you know, with his normal eyes, not with his mental brain eyes. Um,
2: there's something under
1: the corpse. Uh. Okay. Um, Cesar will, uh, use, like, the end of a sunrod or something and flip, or try to push the corpse over. Okay.
2: As you get close to it, you hear something that sounds like a slight rattle. Or a number of rattles.
1: Yes. Do you think that's snakes?
2: Exactly.
0: Snakes. Snakes would hiss. That doesn't sound like a hiss. That sounds like a rattle. It sounds like...
1: Like a rattle snake?
0: Uh, no, like, like bones, right? Like old bones. Do you think there's another one of these handless things running around?
1: That we haven't encountered yet?
0: Well, we've encountered the hands, but not the handless thing. Remember? The hands that got smashed by the tree trunk of the... That hasn't happened yet. Oh, right, sorry. Retcon. Um, It's sanitary from the future! (laughs) I know! My mental future self knows that there are hands around... No, um, seriously, I don't know. Never mind, I don't know. I have no idea what this is.
2: Okay? Um, the back of this dead cre- of this dead guy continues to rise somewhat as if either pushed from behind, but at the same time you see something moving up the throat in the, the throat of um, the deceased towards the mouth. So it looks like there may be two, two different things. We have one turn for a minor reaction.
1: Uh, aim crossbow at the thing's mouth.
0: Mm. Raise holy symbol toward body.
1: Okay.
2: All right. So, uh, managing to do that. I don't believe you have bird out, or do you? I don't. Okay. Uh raising it raising your holy symbol does not appear to evoke a reaction from the corpse. Okay. And Cesar you have um pulled your crossbow out and named it, correct? Yes. Okay. There is from underneath um as you're starting to to reach down with your sunrod, um as you've got your crossbow, something lashes out from underneath the corpse. And strikes the sunrod with a lot of ferocity. And okay. you can see that it is indeed some sort of rattlesnake. But from the mouth rises what looks like, um, to based on where Xanatari is standing, it looks like a cobra. Caesar, to your side... Um, it also looks like a cobra, but it has the face of a woman
0: on it.
1: Weird. Well, since I'm aimed that way, I think Cesar will immediately loose a bolt directly at the snake, the cobra snake. Okay. Uh, go ahead I'm- and, go ahead and shoot. I had my dice here, but not the bag open. D20. Come on, one of the D20s. Let's... There we go. Okay, roll 28 versus AC. Right you back. hit. Okay. Let's see, roll a D6. Come on. Stupid dice. Okay. Uh, nine damage.
2: Okay. Any sort of effects you're doing with it?
1: Um, If uh, Xanatari attacks it before the end of my next turn, they get a plus two bonus to attack. Okay. Yeah. So standard.
2: Xanatari, what would you like to do?
0: Hmm. Um, I would like to roll a perception to see if this is like a, you know, an undead thing, or if it's, like, a a beast. I mean, can I tell by looking at it that it's a living beast, or do I think this is some sort of manifestation of an undead aspect?
2: You would probably be able to figure this out.
0: Okay. And I'm guessing it's a real thing, yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay, I want to do uh, my encounter standard action, which is Roar of Thunder, and let's see, 15... 29 versus, uh, AC.
2: Hit. By the way, out of character, this is an extremely immature Naga.
0: Aww. Um, 15, 21 damage. Uh, In my weapon with Thundering Touch of the Goddess Storms, I unleash Divine Wrath against my foe. Um, and then I get... I already got the plus to hit, but the next time uh Cesar hits a target before the start of my turn, he will take an extra five thunder damage. It she it naga will take okay. an extra five thunder damage.
2: Okay. Um anything else as far as effects go?
0: Um, okay. Winter? Uh what's winter up to? I don't know, you tell me. Well, I would assume Winter would be pretty bristly at the fact that there's been an attack. Uh and that, you know, uh dogs and snakes Wolves and snakes, not getting along very well.
2: Winter winter is getting the hackles up. There's something behind you.
0: Ah, okay. How how uh, injured is this this Naga?
2: Um, after what you have done, the Naga appears to be dead.
0: Okay. And I'm gonna turn and turn towards the new threat. And i end my turn. Okay. My direction turn.
1: Okay.
2: Caesar. Uh, muted, yes. Uh, whatever this creature is, is dis- now deceased. It mm-hmm. looks like it was about to say something or do something, but you have narrowly avoided conversational topics or whatever.
1: That's good. I hate small talk.
2: <laughs> There's still the sound of the rattle from underneath the body.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, there is a number of black shapes, probably about as big as the palm of your hand, that are starting to come out of the legs of the, um, the pants, trousers, whatever you want to call them.
0: Oh. The corpse. Oh, man.
2: And also out of the sleeves. In fact, as this is happening, the body the chest and the body, are starting to flatten out as if it was the stuffing in this particular corpse. Got it. All right. And they're shiny and black.
1: Okay. So Scissor's going to take a few quick steps back, and he's going to pull out his uh, miniature army of clockwork soldiers and throw them on the ground. It's actually an encounter power. Mm -hmm. Uh, It fills an area... Uh, Burst 2, which is pretty big, Mm -hmm. Um, within 10 squares, so kind of centered on the corpse, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, It creates basically a zone of these soldiers, throws them out, and they spread out. Um, It lasts until the end of my next turn. It's difficult terrain, which slows everything down in it, both Mm -hmm. us and them. And then any enemy that starts its turn in that zone gets an attack. So I'll roll an attack on them whenever... They start a turn. Okay. Thanks.
0: Does he just still get the plus five damage because it's a different target, but it's still within the ratio area of uh, the body where the nog is? Probably not.
2: No, because mm-hmm. usually, mm-hmm. usually it's uh, applies to whatever you're attacking at the time that you've designated. So if you do another okay. attack power or something later on that has a designation, you can be like this, and then that would take effect. Okay. Um, Cesar, how tall are you? Uh, five something. Let's see. Five foot eight inches. Okay. Zenatari, mm. how tall are you? i um,
0: six foot two.
2: Okay. Um, well, since you have recently called upon the thunder and lightning, uh, there is indeed a moment of um, residual thunder and lightning.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the lightning has lit something up that is, well, for a moment, it just lights up the outline of something that appears to be Eight or nine feet tall. Oh. That is probably about ten feet away from Caesar. Okay. And from where you're standing, it's about fifteen feet.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, I would, you know, shout to Caesar, uh, look out, and kind of point in the general direction of this, this giant, tall, you know, whatever it is, shadow.
1: Okay. Cesar? Um, Cesar would uh, turn around in the direction that Xanatari is pointing. And I, I guess so I'm kind of like between the body and these things and this giant thing. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So there, there's there's now the body behind you,
2: you, and this thing. And then Zanatari's on the other side of the body.
1: All right. So um, I guess he'll kind of, you know instinctively move away from the, even before he sees whatever it is, he'll move away from the area that she's gesturing. Um, but I guess kind of like to the left or the right, so sort of laterally. So not, not towards the body or towards this thing, but kind of a way to try to at least get some sort of escape route.
2: Okay. You feel quite a strong breeze as something large and massive goes swiping in your direction. And there's a further flash of lightning, but instead of going entirely into the black again as the lightning fades away, this time um, an orangish-purple outline forms around the uh, form. And from the eyes, it looks like um, the same colored fire lights from the eyes. Anybody want to play with the guessing game of, in character of what it may be, so I can pass that along?
0: Well, we've already encountered later this, uh, this man that Scissor made, and we wouldn't have been so surprised if we had previously...
2: This is an animal. The... This is an animal of some kind. It's an animal, okay. It's an animal.
0: A light
1: lit up outline...
0: Light swinging. eyes,
1: Light of Eyes. You wanna know in character now? Is it a Wookiee?
2: Um, kinda of something like a Wookiee, but it's a uh, grizzly bear and it looks like somebody tossed a fairy fire onto it.
0: A fairy fire grizzly bear?
2: Yep, it's oh, kind okay. of you know, spooked the local sort of deal. It's that's funny. Looks impressive because you can see just how tall, it is. and this thing is up on his hind legs, and that's uh, mm-hmm. loose. Quite a loud roar.
0: Elkin, no Elkin.
2: Okay.
1: Get gentle, Ben.
0: That's right. We're bears.
2: Zen, sorry, your turn. Ah, um,
0: okay, I'm going to do. I was gonna do a wrathful lightning, which will be fun, um, because it's, it says it's kind of between me and it, or, or it's not clear exactly where it is to me uh, in the description. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna roll so there's with... you,
1: you're there. In front of you is the body. In front of the bo- across from the body. Is Caesar, and then past Caesar is the Grizzly Bear. Okay. Yep.
0: That's what I was thinking, so this will work the way I want.
1: Caesar's right. kind of moving to the left or to the right. Uh, 21 versus
0: AC. Hit. Okay. 15 damage, and the fun thing about this is within range 5. Uh, Scouring Wind will launch my weapon, which is my uh, short sword, I'm going to throw it at the creature, and then as it is flying through the air, I will appear at the creature's side uh, and use it. So there'll be a little teleport myself, within an, or an ally, but in this case myself, within five squares and a square adjacent to my target. My melee weapon returns to my hand, so I'm going to attack it.
2: Do you want to describe with gusto for an additional something to be determined?
0: Sure. Uh, Xanatari will crouch down uh, in an action-like pose, getting ready to dash toward this uh, creature, this bear, uh, toss her sword over top of her head in a grand throw, aiming for the middle of its chest, and instantaneously disappear, appear next to the bear, right to its left, catch the sword in her right hand, and shove it into the bear.
1: Okay,
2: you you do that, and your added gusto is, one, you remember that fairy fire is a spell that needs to be cast by something somewhat close, Mm -hmm. and there is something just beyond the bear, maybe another 10-15 feet away, that appears to be waving its arms like this.
0: Okay, so it is beyond the bear?
2: It is beyond the bear as if it is controlling the bear or doing something, but from the brief flicker that you get of as you're trying to stab in, it is dressed just like what you saw, what you guesstimated the rider would be wearing from up ahead.
0: Okay, so he's just uh, taking control of various animals and trying to stop us. Mm. Uh, Zenitory would focus, refocus our attention. On this caster, this uh, the person that we're chasing, the thing we're chasing. And regardless of whether the bear is uh, mortally injured or not, she will withdraw her sword and begin to move in that direction.
2: Okay. You are susceptible to two attacks. One, because uh, it is you are closing in and it's going to try and grab you. The other one, because you are attempting to disengage from close range with it, it's going to get a counterattack. Okay. Twenty-six versus your AC.:
0: Uh It will hit unless I have something else. Mm-mm-mm. No No, no, no. Okay.
2: Twenty-one versus your strength.
0: Strength? I don't know. Oh, um, I mean, strength's only four. How could you that possibly four. be? What,
2: what, what, what yeah. is your strength number?
0: Um, twelve. That
2: it... Okay. So it hits you then.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. You are grabbed by the bear okay. to a bear hug, and as it does it, it rakes you with its claws Hey. for twelve points of damage. And you are, at this point in time, pinned Okay, okay
0: Okay So, what I can do with that?
2: Okay Caesar. um First, your mm-hmm. clockworks
1: They act on the enemy's turns Within the Uh, field Okay, well so They don't act on their own
2: well, they are. It is now time for them to act because the um, the creatures are doing it.
1: Okay, so, I mean, at the start of each creature's turn or enemy's turn in the zone, they take a damage or they they are subject to an attack. So, okay.
2: would you care to describe
1: an epic battle between clockworks and scarabs? Sure. Um, I mean, it's it's cool because the, the the clockworks they're not, not all uniform; they're all different kinds of creatures and soldiers and things like that. So, you know, there's some that kinda look like, you know, Roman centurions with short swords and helmets and togas and whatever they're called. Not togas. But you know that type of Toga. that type Toga. of armor. Oh yep. <laughs> god. Fighting them with, with uh with beer bongs. Um, <laughs> um you know, and then there's um, You know, even just, like, you know, uh, grapplers in there, like, don't have actually weapons. They, like, uh, you know, fight, you know, kind of hand-to-hand type of thing. There's ranged fighters. There's all kinds of different uh, types of uh, different creatures. There's some that that look like animals themselves. Um, And so there's just a variety of different uh, ways that they attack and... You know, whenever they sense movement from uh, an enemy, they sort of, the ones nearby, swarm them. They don't all swarm to one. They sort of spread out and play zone, basically. Um, And, you know, they, you know, some stab at the under parts of the scarabs. Some try to rip their legs off or, or, you know, smash them or rip them apart. So there's a lot of uh, different types of attacks going on. Okay. Um,
2: Um, What would you say would be an appropriate uh, music choice for... (laughs) Uh,
1: um, some light classical. No, um Nice. Uh, um I think it would be very funny to imagine this to the tune of uh, get lucky by Daft Punk.
2: Okay. How much
1: damage do do the Beatles take? Uh, I mean they I mean, are you assuming they all hit? They actually have to roll to hit? I don't know if you
2: I, i'm 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 assuming that based on a, a nice good description of battle, we will resolve this.
1: Okay, I'll roll for damage. Eight damage each, and they're okay. slowed.
2: Well, um,
1: there are a couple of
2: stragglers for scarabs, but uh, for the most part they are wiped out. Um, any final heroic scenes of your clockworks charging in and finishing off the, uh, the things, like, in 300? (laughs)
1: Um, they all kind of, like, uh, end up, like, sort of uh, swarming around them, encircling them. Uh, I I picture the the, the scarabs huddling back-to-back, waving their front parts at them, and, uh, then they all just kind of uh, swarm them in a, a huge kind of literal wave with them, like, climbing over each other to get to them, and uh, you just see a flurry of mechanical parts. Uh, you know, you see a few casualties here and there. Cogs go flying, but mostly it's uh, bug guts and carapaces that sort of fly out from this sort of whirlwind of activity. And, uh, and then, as if nothing happened, the uh, clockwork soldiers just... Uh, this, that's the, basically the, since it's about to be Caesar's turn, they they've, that's all the energy they have stored in them, so they all march quickly then back towards Caesar to be gathered up.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: you see that
2: Sanitari is in peril. Not Pearl. Pearl. She's but in peril. She's
0: in peril.
1: Santa's in peril. I gotta do something.
0: <laughs> it's miracle.
1: Okay, so um, here's what I'll do. Um, Cesar has an encounter power called Gale Force Infusion. Okay. Oh, that uh, sounds good. Yeah, it's an area burst too, so it's like about 25 feet squ- uh, on a side, uh, centered on an ally within okay. 10 squares. So that would be Xanatari, and it targets each enemy in the burst. So it's obviously definitely going to target the bear. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this hooded figure is within, I guess it would be two, like within 10 feet of Xanatari and the bear. Okay. Xanatari and the bear. That sounds like a good show. Um, <laughs> I, I just suddenly see
2: her jumping, uh, taking Clyde and jumping over various gullies and uh-huh. like, <laughs> <laughs> fleeing,
1: fleeing <laughs> in this case from the
2: true boss hog.
0: Xanatari <laughs> dances with Russian bear. Uh,
1: I picture her in, uh, on uh, Clyde with the bear on the back.
0: Like. Does it wear a vest? Because I see it with a vest.
1: <laughs> with the fairy fire and everything. It has a fez. Because fez is... It
0: does have to have a fez. <laughs> yep.
1: Do you
2: throw change at it because it's dancing?
1: <laughs> it rides a unicycle. <laughs> yep. Um, so basically it infuses an ally's armor with the power of a violent windstorm. Uh, so it rolls to hit uh, any of the enemies in the burst. And then it does damage, and it, I also get to slide the targets uh, two squares. Okay. Um, Once. So I can roll against the bear. Okay. Twenty versus reflex. Okay, you hit. Okay. Um, and then um, is the uh, are, are there any other is the figure within that burst? Are there any other creatures in the burst, or is it just the bear? Um, you will get the other creature. Okay, so they roll against that. That That would be 21 versus Reflex? Uh, yep. Okay, they both take... Uh, 15 damage. Okay. And I get to slide them two squares, so, um... I don't remember the rules if that breaks the hold on Xanatari or not. I feel like it does.
2: I'd be willing to give her another try or two on a test of strength.
1: Okay. So, um, with the assistance of this windstorm, I'm going to kind of push the bear uh, away laterally. So, not towards the robe figure, but kind of off like to the left-ish okay. uh, area. And I'll also pull the, the robe figure towards her and I, as far as I can, the two squares. Okay. Xanatari, uh, as
2: the bear is moved and is almost sort of this graceful yet chaotic twisting and turning as if the bear is indeed dancing with you, therefore I get money from the chat channel, uh. um, you are moved, but you feel that uh, this has upset the balance of the bear, having it making it lose its bearings, which therefore leaves you an opportunity as unbearable as it is to hear these things,
0: mm-hmm.
2: to perhaps escape. Okay. So, um, roll a 1d20 three times, and you want high or low?
0: Mm, I want high.
2: Okay, so, <laughs> tell me how many times you get ten <laughs> or higher.
0: Okay. I will three in, in a row, row and, and five. five.
2: Well, there is a two threes in a row special.
0: (laughs) You are so bad.
2: If you want to um, describe something epic or something that you could do as sort of a minor action within the span of this thing happening and make it sound plausible as for how you would escape or slip away, um, I'd be interested to hear about it and probably the audience would uh, like that. Because it has bearing on the matter. Uh
0: huh. Um. Alright. I'm going to go with. I think. um, Storm Surge, because you know how Zenatari rolls. It's a burst, too. Target myself or an ally in the burst, I'm going to target myself. Uh, The way this works is basically lightning will strike and crackle along a weapon that I blessed, or in this case, I'm going to call it armor, because I'm probably. Still holding on to this sword that was Mm -hmm. trying to be stuck in the middle of this bear. So uh, you're going to see a bunch of lightning crackling off the end of this. Uh, What is it called? The balls that have... It's a Jacob's Ladder? Like a Jacob's Ladder? Um,
1: Something machine. Something starts with a V. Uh, Eighth grade science machine.
2: The only thing I know with a V that's a machine is Voltron, but let's keep
1: going.
0: (laughs) Yep, it's Voltron. It's Voltron, that's what happens. You put
1: your hand on Voltron, your hair stands up. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Lightning strikes my sword and Voltron is formed. Uh, The next time the target makes a damage roll for melee weapon attack, before the end of my turn, that target will deal four extra lightning damage, which I'm going to call on now, and try to basically shock this thing off of the end of my sword, possibly giving it a nice little lightning burn at the same time.
2: Okay. Well, now, since I've been waiting for this for now at least five minutes, which is a record for me, mm. um, Zantari, mm. the bear, as you zap it, uh, you feel its spine contract and you feel it kind of, you know, start jerking around, um, but you are able to get away and you've got the bear, but you're the one with the boo-boo, so... Oh! yeah.
0: It's not a picnic dealing with you.
1: No. Thank you so much for
2: listening. You can find out more. You were smarter (laughs) than the above average bear.
0: Uh, huh? I I got nothing, man. Just...
2: Okay. All right. So, you've managed to um, escape. Cesar, you see uh, an interesting effect, though, from your magic. Um, your not your magic but your effects that you did the um, there's another figure that is drawn in closer and is actually drawn near the body okay so you now are aware that the figure is uh, present there got it okay mm-hmm and uh, you appear to have disrupted whatever spellcasting was going on. You don't know quite what what it could be, but you could presume that it was spellcasting. Right. With a mighty thunderous uh, thud and the gasping growls of the bear, uh, it dies. Cool. You have taken the rug into it, or out of it, because you'll tan it later.
1: You made us kill that bear. Yep.
0: I made you kill the bear. What? Not no. The black. Okay.
1: He made us. He kill...
0: made us. A... Yes, he made us kill the bear.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And all that wanted to be was your friend. Mm-hmm. Teddy Ruxpin, R.I.P.
0: Uh-huh. Zantari's not concerned about the bear. She's concerned about the dark necromancer or whatever it is that is uh, grabbing all these animals and forcing them into terrible positions where we have to kill them. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're gonna move she's gonna move towards that figure which says are so kindly knocked into a different position.
1: Okay.
2: Um, as you do this you feel something brush through your hair. Tenderly? Says not
0: now! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought we could make a pelt out of that bear. <laughs> over there.
0: A bear skin rug a fire. Mm-hmm.
1: But some, some,
2: something goes by and, and you just, you, you don't necessarily hear anything, but just all of a sudden it's like just something if you had been there, something would have gotten your your head or your face.
0: Okay, so arrows or
1: something. No. Owls. Mm-hmm. Owls. Okay. Mm. Alright. Uh
2: okay. Okay. Go ahead and Cesar, your clockworks are back
1: with you, correct? Yeah, they're they're done. I
2: can't okay. do anything. Mm-hmm. Um Xantara, you're going to need a round to recover from having been grappled and stuff. Okay. But I'll give you the move action and you can think up something fun to do the next round. Caesar.
1: Alright. Um, Cesar sees this uh, figure slide into view lurking in the shadows wearing caster robes and looking all um, um, ominously evil and things like that. So it has got to think up something special, so... Um, is there anything else living that I'm aware of that's of a threat besides this thing?
2: Uh, the corpse. There's something rattling under the corpse. There's
1: still something rattling, okay. Um, what I'm going to do... I am going to um, cast something I haven't done before. It's been something he's been working on on the side... Um, variety.
0: Says <laughs> I've been casting on the side without him. <laughs>
1: He's um he pulls out this big chunk of just assorted looks like just crap from one of his pouches. Just just stuff all sort of clumped together and um bird crap, bear crap, mechanical crap. Mechanical crap, not not, crap. not fecal crap. Mm. Um, unless good. It's, it's, it's like that that thing we encounter in the future that Cesar made that was swinging the tree trunk. If it took a crap, this is what it would look like. Okay. So in other
2: words, you're gearing up to do something right now.
1: Oh. Exactly. Yep. The, the cogs are turning, and hmm? um, he pulls it out. It's, it's got some heft to it, and he takes a step back and uh, throws it hard at the ground between him and... And the the caster, okay, and it immediately like starts unfolding and springing up, um, okay. and sort of uh, a, 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 turns into like a hu- vaguely humanoid kind of shape. Now that I'm thinking about it, it actually probably looks like maybe a smaller, like wireframe version of that thing we encounter, the, okay. the pop belly stove thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. um, it's called a barbed automaton, um. Uh, It's basically a a summoned creature kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It occupies a square. Um, It lasts until the end of my next turn, so it's between me and the caster. Okay. And then any any enemy that enters a space next to the automaton or starts its turn there is subject to an attack. Mm Okay. Then
2: the caster is subject to an attack, but... As you are doing this, a wall of thorns erupts in front of you. Okay. Cutting you off from directly direct, directly seeing either your automaton mm-hmm. or the um, the caster. Got it. okay. Um, so go ahead and do
1: roll the attack. It's versus reflex. Uh, what is that? 31 versus reflex. Hit. Okay. And it does. 14 damage.
2: Okay. Um, anything stays stuck in the creature or whatever? Any other. It, side?
1: it does not have any other effects. Um, so
2: it just goes up and does the flaley arm thing and.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's there until the end of my next turn. It's it's more useful in a group because um, it can attack multiple creatures and things
2: like that. I, I kind of see, it like, it's that thing outside, like, a used car that just... Car, crazy, car w- yeah. waving,
1: wacky, it's a, it's inflatable arm, it, man. Six okay.
2: <laughs> so, are you saying it's a Barbie girl? It's fantastic <laughs> but, because it's plastic? Yes, that's exactly that what
0: I'm saying. But it was weak.
2: Yes, okay. Cool.
1: Sorry, you set the bar pretty high earlier on. I know. You set the bar (laughs) high.
2: (laughs) Yep. Very good. Mm. Now, the question is between the two of you, who wants a death blow?
1: Me!
0: (laughs) Well, describe it first. I mean, I may have some some things I can do here for this. Well, oh, you know,
2: who, 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 which, which of you, in in terms of the story, wishes to, to smite?
0: Oh, to kill it, or to be That's killed, because I thought you asking. wanted us ready to ready know oh. no. would like no. to be killed. Oh, no, Caesar, you can kill it, because you saved me from the bear. Caesar
1: okay. just took a swing, though. It's your turn. Yep, it is your turn.
0: Oh, Yo, okay. Okay. Oh, man, something good, something good to kill with.
1: Maybe you could take it alive, that way we can pin it down and it can bear its soul to us. Oh, 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 oh. Keep, well, it, actually, alive. We should Keep take it alive. Keep it
0: alive. We really should, because we have questions on why it's been doing all these things and whatever.
1: Yeah, but it's Zanatari, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey,
0: now. What's that supposed to mean? All right, here we go. I, doing- it,
1: we, we can kill it, drag it around. I can ask it a question in a day or two. It's fine.
0: Fine. It's, it's
2: barely, barely logical thinking.
0: Okay, we're going to do this. Let's see. Versus
2: this. Capital of this. Folks Hi. in the chat channel. Paging folks in the chat channel. AC. This has been declared. This warning. This has been declared. Twenty versus what?
0: Twenty
2: versus ah. AC. Yes, it hits. Alright. D eight. Oh, nine damage, which is
0: weak. But the important thing is that this is the one where the wind reinforces my thunderous weapon attack, slamming the foe backward to the ground and ushering us right over top of him to leer into his face very creepily. And so when he's slammed to the ground... (laughs) hello. (laughs) Beep, beep. uh, When he's slammed to the ground, which was illustrated so well by that beeping noise... um, yeah, she's going to put her sword right to his throat, and we're there to lean over him and question him. He's knocked prone, and there he goes. Three squares, uh, up to two squares, and each ally within three squares can move up to two
2: squares. So. Appar- apparently the uh, square filter was turned on or something for the thing that you just knocked to the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just said, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what happened.
2: <laughs> you have slain R2-D2. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> so, Zenitari, um, that's all well and good. However, the figure has fallen prone near the body that has the rattling
0: happening. Really? Then. Because it, it seems to me the way that this described was that the body was between... the We were between the body and this... this this unknown
2: figure. That's Caesar the way... Caesar with his movement things has done movement. And he therefore with the movement... The thing. Yes.
0: Fine, fine, fine.
2: Go ahead. As you point your sword at the prone figure, yep, which you see has uh, some sort of animal feature upon it, uh, the, we shall call it a rattlesnake. Yeah. Launches from underneath the corpse.
0: Uh-huh. He's
2: frightening a... the figure in the eye.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Because immediate interrupt radiant armor. That's what's going to happen. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, five squares, damage, somebody's doing that. Any damage dealt to the target is reduced to zero. All or, All other effects... Still apply a foe's attack is suddenly blocked by a suit of shimmering radiant armor that fades as quickly as it appears. It's a divine attack.
1: Oh. Okay. Xanatar misses slightly, though, and she summons it directly between <laughs> its head and its neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the radiant armor just went sideways. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was about.
2: So, there is the the awesome shot of the... Snake fangs going and running entirely into some sort of magical armor, which the force of the strike uh, actually kills the snake. Oh, it
0: breaks all its teeth. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> because this time, one of my prisoners will survive the interrogation. This one time.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, you are leering above it. If we were to drag Caesar along, he would go through a wall of thorns, that would probably not do him all that well.
0: <laughs> Aw, Caesar. No.
2: Um, you can use a turn to move around.
0: Okay, so what else is left now? We have this body that it was making noise. I assume that's the last thing rattling under it, correct?
1: Mm, at this point in time.
0: Okay, and we have a dead There's bear. a little,
1: little boy with a maraca under there. <laughs> <laughs> Hola! <laughs>
0: We have a dead bear. And He's
2: barely making li- living wages under there.
0: Uh, yes. Um,
1: <laughs> and then there was something caressing your hair.
0: Right. We don't know what that was yet, though. Um, yeah. And then we have this figure that I'm now leering over. So that's all the things that Xanatari sees right now, right?
2: Well, you know, a nice nature view, a good trail, Clyde looking completely derpish. Crazy,
1: wacky, waving, inflatable arm, automaton. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, uh, winter is doing what? Like winter is is reacting in a way? What's winter doing? Werewolf, least useful character here. Way to go, winter.
2: Winter wants to rip the throat out of the thing that you're leering over.
0: Okay, I'm gonna take Bert out of my, you know, wherever I secrete Bert in my arms. <laughs> secret, secret. <place. laughs> a girl needs a little padding. Shut up.
1: Wherever I'm you take secrete Bert. him. <laughs> I didn't know. He comes right out. I didn't know he was stored that way. <laughs> it's useful when you go through airport security, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's gonna come out, and I'm just become... out somehow. <laughs> don't ask too out. many questions. You don't want to know.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: okay, and hover around, uh, you know, in his ion on okay. way that he does so well.
2: Okay, um, bird is lit up and uh, orbiting.
0: It's best when I interrogate people to be truly able to see them, so, you know, he's the flashlight of ages.
2: Okay. Um, What you see is some sort of humanoid fox. Like he's a handsome man, or he's an animal? Animal. (laughs) the (laughs) fox Thank you. You have just stolen my line, because now the fox is getting interrogated. So we will truly really find out what the fuck. I have waited three expletive months to spring this upon Xanatari's player. Because this is the biggest giggle fest thing for her, yet still on the internet. Three months, people, I have waited for this, and Cesar stole it.
0: Mm-hmm. Cesar
2: <laughs> stole it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I can't even target him Uh <laughs> <No>, I can't <laughs> Okay uh, I don't know Startled by the The foxish look of his face She's gonna just lean back a little bit And take a minute to, to assess what's happening here Okay So what's with Cesar? There's a wall of thorns and he's somewhere
2: He's moving he over Okay.
0: Mhm.
2: So you have arrived upon the fox. Caesar.
1: Okay. Um I mean what does it appear to be conscious? Is it looking at us? What's it doing?
2: It is looking at you quite malevolently and appears to be mouthing something. It's audibly its lips are moving as if it's trying to whisper something.
0: It's telling you the secret of the fox. <laughs>
2: Roll an arcana <laughs> check. ancient mystery.
0: Cesar, what's that...
2: Zanatari, er, what's that
1: fox? <laughs> um, <laughs> 21 arcana.
2: There's a spell being
1: cast. Oh. Okay. Um... Caesar, um claps his hand on the fox's snout mouth thing. What do foxes okay. have? Snouts, mouth. Snouts. Snouts. Snouts.
0: Okay. The fox Muzzles? mouth. Muzzle, yeah. Muzzle.
2: Okay, so you
1: hook the uh hook the fox.
0: And... Silence the fox.
1: Yeah, just just to try to cancel any whatever spoken component of the spell I'm assuming is. Okay. Um, and 16 versus your reflex. Um, versus reflex, misses.
2: Okay. You realize that, uh, as you came in and you moved, um, and to do the SWAT, had you been standing about, uh, a foot in another direction, it, a stiletto would have, um, been shoved into you.
1: Okay.
0: Just a little bit. Hmm. So hate you just a little bit. Why? Not you. Because I know she can't mute. <laughs> okay.
1: okay.
2: Um. So this thing is armed. Got, Got it. it. Okay. It's
1: bearing arms. Mm. Um. Let's see. Um. I think. What can this thing do? Can it
2: do oh and by the way, Zanatari. Mm. Um without a perception check, you notice that the hand the hand not carrying the weapon
0: mm.
2: is starting to change into something that looks like a bear claw.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And if it shoots up or that hand gets free, mm-hmm. um, it could potentially gut Cesar.
0: Okay. Um, I still have my sword like pointed at it. Uh, mm-hmm. its throat. So, I'm going to poke the sword just gently into its throat and say, don't even move.
2: It almost looks like it wants to try and shove its neck further up your sword.
0: Well, okay. I'm going to chop off its bear claw. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Cesar, go ahead and uh, continue with whatever you were going to do.
1: Um, Well, I was stopping it from casting whatever spell... It was, whatever. Um, so at <laughs> this point, yeah, I was trying to think.
0: Did um, <laughs> you just now saw that?
1: Yeah, it
2: just changed over for
1: me. <laughs> um, I was gonna. I thought I had a power that would do something for me, but it won't. Um, Cesar will. What will Cesar do?
0: He will switch that picture to his actual cam because it can't take you one more minute. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: are you talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah this is my cam. It's just you, angry face for the last like three minutes.
1: Uh huh. Mhm. Deep, 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 deep. Um. Sing it. Dang it. Um.
2: Good podcasting.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what to. I don't want to die. I don't want it to die. Um but it wants to die. Cesar um, will... She just cut off its hand. How well, did it was ref-
0: going to, but he stopped me to let you have a turn.
1: Oh, okay. Um, hey,
2: foxy lady. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
1: So, I mean, I guess so he doesn't just have to keep having to hold his hand over his mouth until we get this thing properly subdued. He's gonna, uh, you know, get... I'm sure he has strips of cloth or whatnot just to gag it. Um, to try to, you know... Keep it from speaking whatever spells it was casting.
0: Best interrogation ever! <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Alright, so you're trying to pin it down. Um, Xanatari, you chop into its hand. Mm-hmm. And essentially this thing starts to go berserk.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, okay, well, um, maybe we should try to knock it out. So I'm gonna go try to get a glancing blow on its head. Um, hmm. Probably not that one. Probably not that one. All of my descriptions descriptions of my uh, actions involve words like smash and rage, none of which I think are probably what I'm going for right now.
1: You have anything that says nighty night? Um. Sleepy time tea. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have create water, so I could wake you up, but uh putting you to sleep is a little difficult. <laughs>
1: Furious storm of chamomile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's what all of them are like. All right, wait, wait, stay.
2: wait, wait. Don't 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 like all the foxes in the book always have some sort of lord title, so this one could be like Earl Grey. Oh.
0: Is
1: it Sir Didymus?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Didymus. Alright. Um, okay, I'm going to do melee basic, because that's the only thing I have that might not actually smash his skull. Okay. Uh, at will standard. Versus AC. 10 versus AC. <sighs> um, so t- what is that? Uh, 27 versus it's, it's,
2: AC. It's, yeah, prone high.
0: Right. It's not going to dodge that. Dodge this.
2: Okay, so, flat of your blade or... Yeah, I'm not trying to smash
0: it. it. So, I'm just, I'm just going to smack it with, like, toward the hilt of the sword. You know, I'm just going to smack it in the side like that.
2: Okay. To the goal of stunning it or knocking it up?
0: Um, stunning it would be fine. That would be fine. I just want to make it stop struggling and, you know, uh, give it a chance. I can heal it and do other things, but I need it to just chill for a little bit. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I just saw the picture change again. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done indeed. <laughs> Says her after a bender. Oh, really, really, truly, truly, truly. Alright. Um you give it a good whack and it's kind of like the the fox's eyes just sort of go in separate directions and it's clearly stunned, almost knocked out. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay, well, uh, yeah, that's what I was after. Let Scissor bind its mouth, and I will heal its yeah. hand, etc. Okay.
1: Very good. Scissor, what next? Um, I think before we, um, you know, set to, you know, trying to get some answers, I think we'll try to, I would say, basically, you know, search this, um, this guy thing. This thing is not humid. Uh, human It's or humid. Really
0: humid. It is humid it's, in it's, this forest. It's Thanks not for humid. <laughs>
1: um, you know, search it thoroughly. Any weapons? Any you know, anything that could potentially help it in you know spells or or whatnot? Um, anything like that? And you know, Kay. try to render it as harmless as possible.
2: There are a number of fetish charms, uh, two, sickles, two sickles, long knife. Yeah, you know, like the. Circles, as you know, we had the Russian bear, and now we have the drop of the hammer and circle cool now. So yeah,
0: two circles.
2: Soviet the better.
0: Russian bear likes fetishes.
2: Yes, um, you do notice that the garments that are worn uh, definitely have definitely been out in the woods for a long period of time, but they are geared not for a human by natural standards in terms of there's no there's no boots or Anything like that.
1: It's a hole for a tail.
2: Yep. Kind of thing. So you are apparently dealing with some sort of weird weird creature.
0: Hmm.
1: What What is is this thing? thing? Hmm. What is it one with us? Okay. I guess besides wanting us dead, I don't know.
0: I don't know either but I think we should secure it in some way before it regains its senses like tie it to a tree which is my personal favorite or uh, you know something to keep it from, from
1: maybe you know put a piece of metal in its mouth to keep from casting any further spells I don't
0: you know just know whatever's what whatever's you're handy you're talking about you know you know
1: you did try to
2: subdue it so it is feeling a little drowsy
0: uh, that was, look it was one night one night
2: Mm-hmm. You needed it for the experience points. look, right? I
0: saved him this time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I saved him. Okay. It, it it counts. It's like a counteraction.
2: So you're saying with a drow you were young and you needed the experience points. <laughs> okay. Alright. So um you're able to bind it up. And, uh, by the way, you bo- you all know that um, foxes are somewhat not as collector-hungry as ferrets. But definitely, um, they're greedy creatures.
0: Okay. So we'll search it and take all of its, whatever we find, and put it in a pile on
2: the ground. Okay. Lots of baubles. Um, you do find a satchel and looking inside it appears to be some manner of bag of holding Ooh.
0: sweet <laughs> sanitary looks at Bert. sanitary looks in her armor Sanatori eyes the bag
2: okay uh do you wanna pour the bag out or uh, you can't actually pour the bag out but you know I'm reaching through it
0: yeah let's take the stuff out
1: it's just full of dirty used syringes <laughs> <laughs>
0: What, what do foxes even eat? I
2: don't know. It's, it, there's, there's a lot of personal effects in there from stuff that is stolen from not only just a um, this inn, but also from what appears to be other inns. Definitely scavenged up a, you know, a lot of knickknacks. There's probably, mm, all told, maybe 300 gold worth of various items that could be sold or melted down. And probably about uh, 100 platinum worth of coin that has been collected, more so for the shiny aspect than not. Mm -hmm. You can tell by looking at the coins, this thing has had a fairly large range of travel.
0: Hmm. This doesn't explain why all the havoc at the end, though. I mean, burning things and killing people just for trinkets, I mean, that doesn't make sense.
1: Mm, that looks like exactly what it is to be honest it seems to be what this you know gets off on this stuff I guess I don't know
0: let's ask it alright if it starts to uh, make any more spell kind of arcane uh, indicators I'll chop it's head off why don't you ask it questions
1: alright
2: fine by me okay Go ahead and ask
1: away, Cesar. Hmm. Take the gag off and see if he starts in intoning or whatever. Okay.
2: Um, you're not sure if it's intoning, but there is some sort of babbly noise that comes out and this thing is, is glaring at you, but you notice that there is a degree of sickness about the eyes and there's um around the mouth there's a um it's sort of like a crusty mess.
0: It's a rabbit uh-huh.
1: fox. Mm-hmm. A fox.
2: Um clearly, so... clearly either it is either an extremely evil creature or it's something being that has been driven insane.
1: Mm. Mm. All right. Well, um Caesar will try. Um Hey, uh, you. Let's start simple. Uh, Who are you? What's your name?
2: There's just some kind of babbling response. Again, you're not sure if it's a casting thing, but it does try to groggily rise and um, start to move its legs as if it's going to try to kick away or scuff across the ground. Um, You're not quite certain if it is actually malevolently staring directly at you or through you.
0: Alright, I want to do a minor action when my turn comes, but let Scissor continue his interrogation.
1: Okay. Um, he'll, um... But it doesn't really answer. Um, so, um, so, um... Come on! You know, give me something! Anything here! It's not going to get any easier for you!
2: Something... Jeez Louise! Oh, this is funny that it's gonna come out on video. Yep. You can actually see these things. Now I got Now with that picture, I have to give it some sort of name. It kind of barks out some sort of name that sounds like Cristobal.
0: Really. All right. I want to cleanse this thing because if it's uh if it's rabid, I don't want it to bite us or. Know, to somehow make us ill and also if it's evil this is a uh holy action so it probably won't enjoy that either um so i would be uh it's myself or an ally in the burst in this case i'm going to call him an ally burst five mm-hmm. it's divine power uh, mm-hmm. he will make a savings throw with a plus five power bonus against each effect on him or her It. And a save can end uh, that. In addition, if the t- if he suffers from disease, they can spend a healing surge to improve the disease by two stages. Target remains okay. no hit points. First, spending the healing surge, the target is subject to a petrifying effect that effect ends, and he's not, so it doesn't matter.
2: Okay. Um, your cleanse goes off. There is a Peel of Thunder. And the body starts to shake and shudder before collapsing into um, almost like a, a, a deep sleep. As if this, this body has been running for so long that now whatever was running it has been um, taken out. It just kind of collapses. And um, the, the creature is still alive, but uh, instead of being fevered and delusional, It's now just kind of laying there almost asleep. Okay. Ah. So, essentially, the scale up that you've moved it is uh, fevered versus terminal junk. And yes, I'm aware this episode is running a little longer, but oh well. Okay. All right. So... You've gotten something that may appear to be a name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Crystal ball. Crystal ball. Which sounds like crystal ball. But we'll say crystal ball and build yes. branch about it.
2: It's it's supposed to be like the rich Corinthian leather guy. Yeah. Ah. Okay.
0: Maybe it's Italian. I don't know. Is it Whatever. Italian?
2: Could be. Who knows? Alright. Okay. So uh you're gonna need to slap this guy awake again or something.
0: Yes, because we only have a few minutes left in the episode and he must tell us everything he needs to know, so <laughs> slap him in the face. Hey, okay. ball.
1: Wonder a time moment time
0: <laughs> here. Come on, show <laughs> Where are
2: um, starts to come through, kind of gives you the look of, uh, you know, someone who's got a fever or you know isn't feeling well, but the eyes kind of crack open and um, look between the two of you for again, looking around to see what, you know, where it is. And uh, you sense that you've got its attention, and it realizes that it's laying on the ground.
1: Hey, hey, feeling any better?
2: Uh, a little bit.
1: Oh, that's better. Much more intelligible. So, um, who are you? This, uh, you said there's a... Uh, Cristobal, is that your name?
2: There's... <sighs> kind of like a moment as if it's trying to remember, you know, is this, is this a fever dream or is it actually here? But you get a nod, um, you know, in a positive way, yes.
1: All right. Um, so uh, what, what are you up to? What do you think you're doing? Uh, we, uh, you know, you're obviously behind what we experienced there back at the inn, lots of murder and, uh, you know, mayhem, theft. All of that it doesn't, and from what we found on you, it it seems like uh, that's not something that uh, was a one-time thing. So, what's what's your deal there, Cristobal?
2: Um, he looks very surprised and tells you that you know. in long story short, that he was a druid. Gives the name of a town and territory that you are unfamiliar of. Says that he was a druid in that area, and one day while. Well, he was out uh, looking after his area, was bitten by some sort of rabbit animal, and was waylaid. And he asks you where he is.
0: Uh, we'll give him a sum up of where we are and what's been happening and what he's done. And, okay. Uh, there you
2: go. He's, <laughs> he's freaking out pretty bad.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Cesar, what do you think we should do with this person? He's either truly, uh, been under some kind of very bad influence and illness, or he's faking... Well,
1: um, I mean, you're the one that, you know, uh, put the the heels on him. Uh, I mean, did, I mean, was it pretty clear to you when, when you were going through that that you were removing some sort of, you know, um malady from him uh he he i mean from outward appearances at least seemed to be affected by something um
0: definitely what do you think so. definitely so um but it seems like you know he should face some sort of i don't know something should happen here i mean his druids perhaps would be the ones who would assign such a a punishment or such a reparation to the people he's hurt or something similar but uh, i don't know you know this is this place, like, close to us, Where is this druid place, Dungeon Master?
2: Um, not, nowhere that you've heard of, so it's probably a very good distance away. In addition, when you did the cleansing, um, he did not change form from a fox into anything else, so you're not potentially dealing with lycanthropy, unless the illness that he did have with the rabies was stronger than the...
0: Yes. Well, let's ask about that. If you're a druid, why are you a fox?
2: It's natural form.
0: Druids, you talking foxes? We don't have a lot of those around.
2: He really can't explain it. It's just how he's always been. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in a den for a while, and then just as he was growing up, he started to adopt human aspects.
1: Well, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, he'll pull uh, Sanataria aside. I, I don't know that we can really in good conscience, hold him accountable to all of those, uh, ill deeds, but he can maybe at the very least, um, you know, provide some sort of aid to, uh, those here who we know were affected by his actions, um, and, you know, you know, uh, do something for them, uh, you know, offer his, his skills to them, and, uh, we can maybe turn him over that, you know, take him back, uh, to the, uh, the, uh, you know, the people at the inn there, and, you know, not a, not to uh, have him lynched or anything, but just to, uh, you know, try to explain what was going on, and uh, I don't know that he's going to be getting home anytime soon. I've, I've never heard of his people or, or this place or anything like that. Um, you know, maybe something he can eventually send word back, but in the meantime, maybe, uh, you know, provide some aid to them there, and uh, in, a, in a sense, kind of work off the harm that he did, whether he was aware of it or not. I don't know.
0: But what about this whole, uh, dead corpse telling us that there was a trap laid for us and that, you know, this, this whole thing has been planned and, you know, all of these strange portents earlier that don't seem to really coordinate with a druid fox rabid illness?
1: I I don't know. I, I think we basically encountered exactly what that, that corpse told us. Um... In fact, he was the trap itself, with the sneaky things inside.
0: The naga, okay. Yeah, the sneaky things know. that we don't know if it, we don't know what they are. I assume.
1: No.
0: Okay. Well, then, yeah, so Let's march him back to town. The very least, we can't take care of him. He'll bleed to death out here in the forest. Somebody's going to have to treat him, and uh, you know, we can see what they what they feel is a a way for him to to make reparations for this. It's not something that I think we can really decide.
1: Yeah. It's not like, well, I'm a judge on a some sort of magical trial here or anything like that. I mean,
0: no, no one's ever had any kind of, like, experience with that sort of thing and, you know, this is way too big for us. I mean, not like we've ever judged gods before.
1: Right. Exactly.
2: Okay. So, consensus is he gets marched back to town.
0: Consensus is the party doesn't care enough about him to actually decide so they're taking him back to town to make other people decide.
2: Fair enough then. Uh, anything else before we exit out,
1: Caesar? Um, I think um, on the way back, um, he'll you know, um, you know, kind of pick his brain a little bit about where he was and the type of work they were doing. See if it was you know, um, this this these druids and and these the people that he came from. You know, see what the differences are and try to figure out sort of where he's coming from. And I don't know, but just. More out of curiosity
2: okay. than anything else.
0: Okay. Xanatari? Yeah, Xanatari's going to want to listen to that too, so she can bring that information back to the Cutlass Tower, which we're headed to. Um, also, I'm going to want to keep his stuff. Okay.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Split
0: um, the share the gold, figure out the bag later.
2: Okay. You are actually not uh, challenged in any way on that, and you're not given any resistance to having him go back to town. Clearly, he does not know, from while you're watching him, he does not know where he's at just that you know he seems content to be in a woods of some kind mm-hmm. but not one point along the way does he attempt to escape
0: okay i'm gonna bring his claw along too just in case there's a healer that can fix that for
2: him okay all right Zanatari, take us out
0: Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd 4 com. find us on Twitter at deathd4, or on iTunes, of course. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast, where I interview game developers and find out more about their story. You can listen to this story every Friday at 9pm Eastern Daylight Time currently, and uh, please follow if you'd like to be advised of when that happens. So, thank you guys for reading the chat, and we'll see you next Friday at Bellion.
2: Good night, everyone. Bye.